0: It's starting! Wow. Hi, people who are listening. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, this is our first episode, so please forgive us if there are any technical difficulties. (laughs) Um, So our podcast name is Made in Hong Kong because we are both from Hong Kong. Um, and we (laughs) would like to start with a little fun game, I guess, and we'll do this every episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. Something that relates to, like, Mm -hmm. what we're talking about in the episode. Okay, so what is the one Mm -hmm. for, for this episode?
1: Okay, so we're gonna do a little this or that question, and our first question is, would you rather, would you prefer San Francisco or
0: Los Angeles? Mm hmm. Um, I've only okay. lived in LA, but I have visited San mm-hmm. Francisco. Actually, I've been to like a summer camp in San Francisco, and I've lived like at Berkeley for like a mm-hmm. few weeks. Um, I don't know. I think San Francisco is really nice, like in the city, like downtown of it, because it reminds me of home, and I feel like it's like very city-like, um, but then
1: mm-hmm.
0: LA is also home, Because I've been here for a few years. Yeah. So I think I would have to choose LA. Just because Mm -hmm. I'm longer. But I love SF. I feel like SF has, like, really good Asian food. (laughs) Better than LA. Um, Yeah, we do. But I feel like SF, like, seeing downtown area, like, the main downtown SF area, it's also very, like there's a lot of homelessness issues, and, like, there's a lot of poverty as well at the same time, um, so is LA, so does LA, so, yeah, yeah, I think I would have to say LA. I think
1: what's interesting about what you said is, like, it reminds, as that reminds you of Hong Kong, because Mm -hmm. it does remind you of Hong Kong, too, especially the financial district, and, like, I would used to, like, always walk around in the financial district, because that's where, like, the gym I usually go to is, mm-hmm. and I just love walking there. It's like walking in like central in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, and I like I admire that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, my turn. So just a little background. Um, I live in SF for two years in high school, and then I moved to LA for college. For well, three years, and now I'm back in SF because I'm just taking online classes. I'm people what I would choose. I would say, okay, SF is a beautiful, beautiful city. Like, you get the city side, like the busy city life, but mm-hmm. you also get, like, the peaceful, mm-hmm. kind of, like, scenery side of it. And I love the tourist spot um, in SF because I used to live near Fishman's Water. However... On a more personal level, um, I would say, like, I have a more positive, like, connection with LA, just because, like, I went to college there, and then I just met so many, like, new friends and have so many experiences, and I think I just have, like, a more positive emotion towards um, LA Mm -hmm. versus NSF. Yeah, that, that's fair. I'll uh, pick LA too. And I'm actually so excited to just like, I don't know, at some point, I just want to go back and like explore the city even more. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even though I was living there for three years, I didn't even go to Disneyland.
0: Can you believe like oh, that? Oh, <laughs> a shame. You must so, yeah. go back to Disneyland. I know. Yeah. I feel like though, yeah. in college, like being in college in LA is very different from being in LA. Um Yeah, Mm -hmm. college was, like, fun, you know? Like, we were in this little bubble going with, like, friends out and about all the time. Um, But, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, we both choose LA. Yeah. No, I just
1: have, like, a better connection with LA. And then maybe we'll get into that later when I talk about, like, my my experience in high school when I first
0: moved here. Wow. Okay. So, Um, before, like, we start the podcast, we kind of want to recognize that, like, We are only speaking on behalf of our personal experiences, being Asian American, being an immigrant, and being from Hong Kong. And we want to make sure that you know the audience knows that we don't. We're not trying to speak on behalf of Chinese or like Asian American, the Asian American community or that experience. We're just kind of sharing our own personal ones. Cool. Now that we got that out of the way, yeah, yeah. We get to our brief intro. Yes, brief intros. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So,
1: hello everyone. I'm Summer. Um, My Chinese name is Yim yun Sang. and I am 21 years old. Uh, My zodiac sign is rabbit. Um, My favorite, favorite food is, um, it used to be almonds, but then (laughs) I started having like allergy to <laughs> almonds so now I just I don't know I just like what I snack on I snack on crackers mm. um and like then <laughs> my hobbies um like plain hmm? crackers um oh oh actually have you ever had those like um it's called <laughs> digestive biscuits like, oh, digestive it's biscuits. the Hong Kong thing yeah they're so good and Is then, it like the British one? See coffee, the British, the one? British one. Okay, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. They're so oh, good. Yeah. Um, and then I dip it in coffee. It's just oh, so good. Um, and then my hobbies. I like working out. Um, and then I, I've also been like reading a lot. I like reading nonfiction books. Um, and I also do photography. And then sometimes. I just like doodling mm-hmm. um, and like doing some illustration stuff. Oh, and my bricks is E-S-F-P. I think the type is called Entertainer. Mm.
0: Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Okay. So my turn. Um, so my name is Crystal. <laughs> um, and my Chinese name is Sagman Pui. Um, and I am 23, which is old (laughs) and I am um born in the year of the tiger um which I used to be very proud of I don't know why like tiger seems really cool and then so some Uh of my favorite foods I basically like like any soup based like noodle dish so like I love like Taiwanese hot pot or like hot pot in general or like um what's the kind of i don't know how to translate it but when i was in hong kong i ate a lot of mycene which is like rice noodles with like Ooh, spicy yes noodles. um and then you would like choose your own yeah. toppings. um any kind of soup, like soup like item i love i always crave like spicy soup um yeah. it's so good i ate so many like i my goal was to try all the different <laughs> of, like um rice, noodle, soup, rice nice. noodles in hong kong. i tried three <laughs> Mhm. um wow um, yeah it's so good and then I really like um I guess street food like Hong Kong street food um anything Asian like anything East Asian like I I like I like MSG mm-hmm. foods um hobbies hobbies, <laughs> <laughs> hobbies that I really like yeah I'm, I'm into photography I um, like running I go on runs quite often um yeah. And I, um, I used to read a lot. Now I have not. Yeah. I like going to Disneyland, yes. even though we can't right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, oh, recent guilty pleasure is I love playing like Mahjong online. And like, I love playing Among Us first. I don't know what it is about Among Us. I like have been obsessed with it. And i 12 like, <laughs> year olds now. And they like flirt in the chat. And I'm like, I just want to play the game. What they do? Oh my God, they make like, they make, like groups. The twelve-year-old. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're like high school students, or like even younger, like Thanks. middle school students. Um, and then I am INFP, which is mediator. Yes. Yeah. So we kind of want to talk about like why we started this podcast and like how we were inspired. Um, I was actually I reached out to Summer actually a few like a month ago or like mm-hmm. a month ago, mm-hmm. like, pitching this idea because I got inspired by. Two of our friends, Maddie, I was going to say Maddie-en, like mix their names. maddie, maddie. <laughs> Madison and Christiane. Um, two of our yes. friends have a podcast called Pineapple Headache. And I've been listening yes. every, and it's like really fun to hear their stories and their experiences through that. Even though we like, I haven't like talked to them in a while. I still know what's going on in their life and it's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, <sighs> growing up, I've never found a podcast that addressed like immigrants, immig- immigrant stories from, like, East Asia, I feel like there's a lot of content out there that's targeted towards the Asian American population, or, like, first gen, second, yeah, Asian, um, Asian American. Yeah. but just, like, it, never anyone talking about, like, that moving experience, or, like, how hard mm-hmm. that was, and I was, like, that'd be cool, you know, like, have, have us tell our story, um, mm-hmm. and, like, maybe help someone who, like, Well, not help. Maybe, like, people can realize, like, you know, we've gone through this experience as well. Um, And I remember, Mm -hmm. like, it was such a tough transition for me personally that I, like, wish I had something like this. Yeah. Yeah. So I reached out to Summer and I was like, we should start a podcast. And Summer was like, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, like, what, like thoughts do you have did were you like 100% yes right away
1: yeah I was 100% yes right okay maybe like 95 and like the five percent is because I'm still in college and I have like school and everything and I don't know if I can like handle everything but then I know for sure that is something I just want to have like a project on the side that really means something to me and I'm so glad that Crystal actually reached out to me and like um, invite me to this project because I was like I feel like I always have so many ideas in my head like I want to start like an in Instagram account that talk about like Asian American experience um, but then I'm the type of people that like I just overthink way too much in my head but then I don't actually like do anything about it and then I'm it's just that like Crystal reached out to me and then yeah like I'm like, of course, let's do it. I've been wanting to do something like this for a while. And I'm so glad that like, we're both like on the same boat and so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we can also like keep each other like accountable. In terms of, yeah, like, exactly. Like this project.
0: It's like mm-hmm. a cool experience. for both. I feel like
1: we're just on my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just on my own. I'll probably like won't be able to last too long
0: yeah yeah and I feel so like excited for us me too it's like I'm really like we both <laughs> have been like doing things not like in advance but I feel like we've both been taking the initiative to do things because it's just so exciting um and mm-hmm. I feel like it's a really mm-hmm. grounding experience in our Hong Kong identity because being in the U.S. it's like mm-hmm. it's so easy to be I don't say whitewashed but like what is the word, Mm -hmm. assimilate into the dominant culture? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this will remind us of our roots. Oh, and then there's one more
1: thing that I want to add. Is that like, um, going back to what you said about like, you don't hear a lot of immigrants experience from like East Asia. And I do agree with that too. And especially coming from Hong Kong, I feel like we have a very special identity that, um I don't hear a lot in like the media and stuff mm-hmm. and I just really hope that um I can share my experiences with you all and then maybe you can find something learn something or relate to some of our experiences
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like even just now when we kind of were talking before we started recording we were like what is the tar- like who are we like talking to you know like we got to figure that out but like literally anyone I feel like we want to share our Hong Kong experience with, you know, people in the U.S. or, like, even people in Hong Kong, if they can relate, or, like, people in Hong Kong who are gone abroad, or, like, um, mm-hmm. and, like, Asian Americans or, like, people in the U.S. who, like, don't really know about Hong Kong. Like, it's it's a very wide range. Mm-hmm. I feel like, there's a lot that we can yeah. do with it. It's exciting. Yeah, exciting. Yes. Um, so with, like, the podcast, we kind of like talked about this a little bit, but we just really wanted to amplify immigrant voices and like Asian American stories um, and kind of like create a space for people who like are going through the same thing, like have the same experiences. um, And as I said, like before, like I just, when I moved, I just really wanted to hear someone who like understood what I was going through um, uh-huh. yeah, so that's kind of like also why we wanted to start it. And on top of that, um, we just want this podcast to be a space
1: um, slash a platform where people can share their immigrant experiences or just their, a, their experience of being an Asian American um, to share their experience if they want to and in this podcast we also want to address like some social issues and social justice topics um yeah and just share our experiences of how it's like to be a hong kong
0: immigrant in america Mm -hmm. and i like um feel like east asians i mean you you kind of touched upon this just now too like when we were preparing for this like East Asians kind of have the stereotype of like being more silent, more like you know middle middle mm-hmm. ground, like not having an opinion on things, not speaking out. Maybe because it was the culture, like we were raised in an environment where we couldn't really like talking back yeah. to parents is like not a you know yeah disrespectful and stuff. Um, and especially being like a woman, you know, like the the female mm-hmm. Asian American or like the female East Asian stereotype or like the persona like being quiet is like good you know um and we kind of want to yeah so that's kind of what we want to do with this podcast and like what like our episodes coming forward like the things we want to address yeah yeah okay well now all the all the um groundwork has been laid out (laughs) we can talk yes about, get to the juicy part yes we can talk about the tea the, tea. All the right. tea so what's first what's first well we need to talk about how we met because i feel like that mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. be the that is the basis of like you know what how we came to start mm-hmm. this how
1: it all started how
0: it all started yeah. um so yeah. it's funny because summer and i well okay i've heard summer's side <laughs> of us meeting yeah but she's yeah, a so many times, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Um So should I go first? Yeah, go, go. Okay. I'm so, actually so curious oh. to hear
1: your side of the story.
0: <laughs> okay. um, so sophomore year, my sophomore year, well Summer's a year younger than me. Um. So my yeah. sophomore year, she was a freshman. No
1: it was my freshman no, was year. No it was your
0: freshman yeah, year. It was, it was
1: yeah yeah because year. I was just a high school student. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay so we obviously we went to the same college and at our school we have this thing every year called API Overnight which is like Asian Pacific slash Asian Pacific Islander like overnight stay where high school students basically come to campus and like they get paired up with um, someone who is so a student at, at our school and then they stay a night there they go to classes with them they kind of see like how their um, life is like in college I guess yeah. um, mm-hmm. and that day that was such a hectic day because I remember I was I came back from doing service for my service organization which is like a whole nother thing mm-hmm. that I don't want to explain <laughs> so confusing to explain um and then I also signed up to be an API overnight like tour guide I guess like I didn't sign up to host someone Mm -hmm. but I like guide someone and then my volunteer yeah to volunteer and then my the person that was supposed to be paired with me went off with another person so I was like I have no children like I'm just here we all had oh I did not know that yeah um, I'll tell you who it is later. I don't want to expose her, um, <laughs> but you know her. Um, and so I was actually going around with one of my friends, Sharla, and I was with her and her kid. Um, and we were just walking around and mm-hmm. then we all had to meet at this lawn. It's coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. We all had to meet at this lawn. And then I saw you and your friend in something. Uh, was it yeah. she- so, was it Sunken? No, it was at Long. Law- yeah, it was
1: Sunken. Thinking- no, it was... Oh, so out- not... The library. Yeah, 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 yeah. so, so outside like- of CBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and I saw you and... Okay. I thought you were just there. I think you were lost. But I, I think you were there for a tour, right? You weren't there for API yeah, Overnight, even.
1: No, no. Yeah. I I wasn't there for API. That's
0: fate. Yeah. Um, and then I thought you were, I think. That's why, like, we went up to you. We came up to you, because... Was it, was it, or did you come up to us? You had your luggage. I
1: think I did. Were
0: I you had not?
1: my, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. No, so what
1: happened? What, should I start myself? Okay, uh, you start. I feel like yeah, I should you let you
0: finish. No, no, you start it first. And up until oh. the point where you came up.
1: Up until, oh, okay. So going back to, I was in high school, senior year. And then I was like deciding which college I should go to. And huh, sadly, um, I didn't get into, like, the colleges that I would really like, um, but I got into LMU, and I think it's the, ne- it's the day where the API overnight is. LMU also have, like, an open house thingy where, like, high school students or oh, whoever can just go on campus and, like, visit the campus and learn about, like, what life is like there. So, What happened is um, I just went with my friend, went to Irvine with my friend to visit UCI, but I I didn't get in. I was just going there with her. And then after we visited um, UCI, um, which is University of California, Irvine, Mm -hmm. um, and we went to LA to visit LMU, Loyola Marymount University um and so that day we were gonna like visit LMU and then leave LA and back to San Francisco on the same day mm-hmm. but we did not book any hotels or whatever so we have our, all of our luggages with us um and that's why we're like carrying around our luggages on campus and it was just really awkward because I don't know it's heavy and stuff so I saw a bunch of Asian students on Lawton Plaza, mm-hmm. so it it's called on Lawton Plaza. And I was just like, oh, like there's so many luggages there. Like, is it possible that they can just like wash my luggages and while I tour the school. Mm-hmm. So I went to like that group of like A P R students. Um, and then I saw this girl a name tag and then her name tag said Hong Kong and then I was just I just got so excited I just ran up to Crystal <laughs> and I was I didn't like know oh my gosh you from Hong Kong too me too yeah oh that's what I remember mm. yeah I remember like very vividly that I saw your name tag that is that wow. you're from Hong Kong, uh-huh. and then I was so excited. um And then I just started like talking to you, and then I think yeah. they exchanged our Instagram, Instagram or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still yeah. follow, and then like I still follow your friend's Instagram till this day, but she didn't. Come to
1: <laughs> no, well, I don't think she was gonna. Oh, go okay. Anyways. Yeah, no, like I don't think she applied because I remember but she was just coming with me. Mm
0: hmm. Oh, you guys were touring. That's cute. Um, because I remember, yeah. I don't know why I remember like you being lost and then like we talked, like eventually we talked about. I didn't know that you saw my name tag and then we talked about Hong Kong right away. I thought we like talked about other stuff.
1: I don't know if we talk about Hong Kong, but I, yeah, because you were, you have the name tag. I'm pretty sure I, I told mm. you like I'm from Hong Kong too something like that
0: yeah and I remember also being so excited that you Mm -hmm. were from Hong Kong because like I there were a few people from Hong Kong in my class like not a lot um no one who went to local school which was I think something we talked about and that got me really excited which is something Mm -hmm. we have to explain later on what local school is yeah Um, yeah And, yeah, a lot of the students that I met from LMU my year were international school students, even, like, year above me. Um, So, I was, like, yeah, local school people have, like, an instant connection. And I remember you were deciding between two schools, were you? LMU and (laughs) San (laughs) Diego?
1: No, I think it was just USF. But then, honestly, like, I weren't going to go to USF, (laughs) like, yeah. And, like, unless... LMU is really, really, really bad, because mm. yeah. I just want to get out of SF at that point.
0: Yeah, and then, um, I don't know what happened next. I think we were just talking, and then, um, do you remember? No.
1: Oh. Well, I think, like, it was just very brief, because you had to do something else after, and I also had to tour the to school.
0: Yeah, but right? it felt um, but, like the connection was made.
1: Yeah. And also, can I just add something? Like, I remember the day that I toured LMU. You know how the buildings in LMU are just, like, so white? Yeah. The buildings? Everything is white and, like, yeah, the buildings. I thought you meant
0: the people. I was like, yes, the people are white. Yeah,
1: both. (laughs) Both. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, this school is so white. Look at all the buildings. They're all white. And then all the people there are also white. And then I was, like, I was feeling so scared, like, Literally, so scared because I don't want to go to ESF because I just want to get out of the city. Mm-hmm. But then my next choice is LMU. And I was so scared that if this is not the one that I will like, then I will have to go to ESF. So I was like really scared mm-hmm. um, when I got to the school up until I met Crystal. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like, there was the moment that I felt really welcome by the school, mm-hmm. and just really, like, comforting to know that, like, there is an API community
0: mm-hmm. in LMU, and do it was see? just so nice. Um, wow, I peaked yeah. in freshman, sophomore year, like, I feel like after that, my socializing went <laughs> down, <laughs> but do you feel like you <laughs> would have cho- not chosen LMU if, like, API overnight wasn't, because, like, they don't showcase, like, these cultural clubs, I feel like, Cause like when I got into LMU I didn't really want to go here initially and then still the first week second week was like kind of bad and then I went to API meetings and then I met like people and I was like wow this mm-hmm. is great.
1: Honestly like I, I don't know I don't know if I'll go to LMU if I didn't like see the API community because I was like literally scared. Yeah. Yeah it it's- was a coincidence. I cannot imagine like, not seeing that community, and then go, mm-hmm. go to LA, I feel cause, like, because I, <laughs> I did, like, toured um, USF, and it's, like, a nice campus, and, like, mm-hmm. the people there were also really nice, and the money part is, like, mm-hmm. Oof, mm-hmm. like, if I go to USF, I don't, and accept all my financial aid, I don't have to pay tuition at all, mm-hmm. so if I don't have that, like, API, hard to, like, appeal me to go there, then yeah. i probably go to USF, because, like, financially, it's better.
0: It's ironic, because <laughs> you're literally the building where your major is, the business building, is, like, the scariest building, yeah. I feel like, out of all the other <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it looks like, okay, especially the basement, it kind of looks like there's no window, mm-hmm. and it just looks like a nice, prison
0: i don't know yeah that's what everyone says i feel like yeah and then and then i remember after that i think we we stayed in contact on instagram and then we were both in hong kong over the summer
1: yes um, yes and you committed i do remember and then actually no okay okay i was lying what but, Okay. I forgot all of it. I think before I toured LMU, I, I already committed, but I was so scared because oh. because I already committed, but I haven't visited the school. Hmm. So, was the goal and the school was
0: so to visit LMU to as just well? visit? Okay.
1: Yeah. Just to I visit. never. I think LMU. I was so desperate. I
0: never visited LMU before. Uh-huh. I I went like officially did a tour. I never. I've never done that before hmm well so I was like
1: mm-hmm. yeah sorry about that my memories
0: <laughs> it's okay it's a con- we're having a conversation mm-hmm.
1: um and that was a long mm-hmm.
0: time ago I do not remember yeah anything. yeah yeah so that summer we were both in Hong Kong and we met up I think did I reach out to you I don't remember how
1: I'm pretty sure you did I okay. think because I think I was still like scared you know like I don't know and I was still kind of I don't know I don't know it's just like shy is the right word but um mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm pretty sure you reached out to me to meet up and then and we you met up. lived lunch.
0: so far away <laughs> you lived like <laughs> the furthest away <laughs> on the metro line as far from me because at the time yeah the blue line yeah I lived on the purple line so like we were very far um, and then we met like in the middle. Yeah. I remember yeah, I we ate, met in the middle. i Remember, we ate at the food co- food court, a festival walk, and I <laughs> yeah. ate a kimchi yeah. roll.
1: Yeah, I remember I, that because I think you just came from from um. I came from work a, from lunch within work. Okay, because yeah, I was in oh at the yeah at a hospital.
0: I was working in a hospital.
1: I was an econ
0: major, and I was doing like data research. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! I did come from. I remember. Yeah,
1: remember that.
0: I remember what I was wearing exactly. I remember
1: what really. I remember that, but I think I was eating pepper lunch and then I was just looking at this girl like she's just eating a kimbap but I'm eating a whole like pepper lunch <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I'm eating yeah. way too much
0: <laughs> that was the summer that like my blood sugar was high so like my doctor was like eat healthy um and so that's why I only ate a kimbap roll. <laughs> not that kimbap roll is like <laughs> like yeah um and then it's funny because healthier healthier like yeah not as much oil, I guess. Um, and then during that meeting, it was really short too. Like during that lunch, yeah, was I lunch. think so. But I remember, I think I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you told me you were a business major, undecided. I think you were undecided, or that wanted to go into no, my- I'm
1: an entrepreneurship. Okay, no, I was just entrepreneurship. that time. I-
0: did I, I remember I, I gave you, I was like, oh, I don't know about business stuff or like teachers and stuff, but like my friends are business majors. So I think I gave you Dion's phone number or something, or like I, I like directed you to her.
1: Maybe.
0: Or more. did I ever I don't know. talk
1: to, talk to Dion before we first met? Oh my God. I don't remember. I
0: was, okay, when you met me at LMU, like during her tour thing. Was I not with people?
1: I don't remember, I just remember remember. you. I really don't remember anyone else. Wow,
0: yeah. So we met up in Hong Kong and then um, summer passes and we go back to school. And we just hang out when when you got here.
1: And you introduced me to all of your friends and I just felt like at the time I felt so cool. I was like, oh my (laughs) God, I know all these people, all these like cool like sophomore people. And then, yeah, it was just amazing.
0: (laughs) It's exciting because I'm like, yeah, another person from Hong Kong. I remember, I did I introduce you to like, oh no. Okay, so because in our API club, in the Chinese American club, my big, my fan line is also from Hong Kong, Jane. And then Jane was abroad. Yes, Jane. (laughs) She was abroad. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, I remember we just hung out. And then I remember because. So, a big part of like, I guess ha- like how we met the same people and like how we have the same community of friends is through the Chinese American Cultural Club at our school. Mm-hmm. Um, L- and yeah, and there were big little systems. And I remember my friends were who were not eboard. I was like, I want summer. Nobody take her. And then I think <laughs> other people wanted you too. I'm pretty sure like other people in my class like wanted you as their little. Really? I think (gasps) so, because I remember somebody telling me, somebody who was, probably Issa or something, was like, oh, yeah, like, we're already, like, (laughs) or, like, we were both mutual on this big little form. Like, we both put each other's name. So I think Issa was like, oh, yeah, I don't worry. Oh,
1: Issa, if you're listening to this, I love you, too. (laughs) I'm
0: not sure if I remember it right. Issa, text me. Let me know. I don't know.
1: Whoa, I didn't know other people wanted me to. I feel so loved.
0: Yeah, and then we were big and little. Which is, like, I feel like... Yeah, and it's interesting because I feel like I had littles in other cultural clubs as well. But maybe because, like, I met you beforehand. Like, you were my little, but, like, I felt like we were more... It wasn't, like, a, a you know, like, an API club fam line relationship. It was, like, oh, yeah, we're we're actually friends and, like, we, we can um, talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not,
1: like, mm-hmm. you know, the hype of, and like, like, I was just gonna say that it's, like, I'm so glad that we get to have a close relationship even outside of the club, because I feel like in a lot of my other, like, big and little things, like, usually it just lives within the club, yeah, but exactly. for so long, like, we hang out a lot, and then we just talk about stuff,
0: and I feel like, you know, the hype, like, I feel like everyone who is a sophomore feels the hype of, like, picking up a little, and that hype dies down, and when that hype dies down, like, you're just, like, "Mm, I don't talk to this person anymore, so Mm -hmm. I am glad. I think it's because we were friends before. Yeah. And it's, like, so rare to find someone from Hong Kong, from, Mm -hmm. you know, um,
1: because, like, whenever I talk to you, I just feel, like, you can actually relate to my experiences, and I don't know, I just feel understood, like, sometimes, okay, like, I think, like, language is a really big thing for me, like, I started a lot still (laughs) when I talk, and, but then, like, when I'm with you, like, I don't feel, like, judge or anything, Uh even if I started at all, like, I can't find the word in English Mm -hmm. to, like, describe whatever I'm feeling.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, some, a feeling that you know lasts throughout your life, I feel like. Like, there's some words you just can't say in English. And it's nice, like, when we're talking and I can say that. Because, like, even when I talk to some friends who are from Hong Kong, from international school at LMU, like, they don't really understand what I'm saying. And I'm like, bruh, understand me. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, Well, it's nice. It's
0: nice. And I feel like even in front of our friends sometimes, we kind of speak, we sometimes speak Cantonese, too.
1: Yeah. And then you actually understand. You know, it's nice that someone will understand when I speak Cantonese. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow, it's all fate. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it's been four years since, or five, four, four years since.
1: Four years.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been exactly four years. I think it was around this time that I visited, Mm -hmm. in March, I think.
0: Yeah, wow. Wait, no, that was five years ago when you visited, like, you in high school was five, wasn't it five uh, years ago?
1: Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. I um, kind of miss those times, too. I know. I think, what, high school or college? I don't know, just, like, being
1: not at home, and yeah. also just, like, being innocent.
0: <laughs> Are you not
1: innocent? <laughs> and like not have to. I'm innocent, but then, like, now I have to, like, Worry about all the job stuff, which is so stressful. But yeah, mm-hmm. responsibility.
0: I know. Being in school is nice. Like, you're just kind of, yeah. you don't need to do anything. You don't need a yeah. adult, which I kind of still am yeah. in that stage. <laughs> 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 so it's been four years? Yeah. It's been four years since, five years? Yeah. Five years since we met. Five years. Mm-hmm. Wow, our friendship is five and years. I'm still old. going, still going, yeah. Still going, um, and yeah, I feel like because our podcast is about, you know, our Hong Kong immigration experience, we should kind of t- kind of talk about what first bonded us together. Because like the funny thing is, we both moved at the same year, which like nobody usually does. I think that's also why it like was so like whoa to me. Wait. When did you, what year did you move? I moved when I was 16. I know you moved, we both went to, we both came to the U.S. for junior and senior year of high school.
1: Yeah, I moved 2015. I moved 2014. What year did you move? Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then we we like both just went to high school for two years here.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's so rare. It is so rare, everyone moves like after Mm high school. Nobody, like, comes here for high school. Yeah.
1: Um, Or, like, a lot of people came here when they're in elementary
0: school. Yeah. Um, Or, like, even older. I feel like it's less – it's more rare, but, like, it's such a weird age to move when you're 16. Yeah.
1: Because, like, you kind of have, like, a social group and everything in Hong Kong, and you're preparing for DSE. Yeah.
0: Which is, like, the Hong Kong – um, university entrance exam. Yeah. So why, like, why did you move?
1: I don't think I really had a choice back then. And I'm not a, like, I'm not the type of person to really, like, question my parents necessarily. So, like, a lot of the times, I just do whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the reason why, okay, so going back a little bit, I recently just found out that we actually applied for our immigration visas in 2003, and it didn't get approved until 2015. Mm. Um, and cool. like when it was approved, we, we waited for 12 years. Um, so like when it was approved, my mom just wanted us to move here, especially me. Um, Because she wants me to have a better future, Mm -hmm. better education here. And um, she actually told me that, like, she saw the Umbrella Movement in Hong Kong in 2014. And Mm -hmm. she just felt like the future of Hong Kong is not going to be bright. So then she wants me to move to the U.S. and have a better future. And yeah, and that's how, like, I kind of decided quote-unquote decided to move here
0: but it was more like my mom's decision Mm -hmm. what about you I that's funny you mentioned the umbrella movement because I remember it happened right like a few months after I started school and it was really hard to see adding on to like me feeling homesick and stuff but that just brought back a memory that I forgot about (laughs) um, so I moved, um, I always knew that I wanted to go to the U.S. for college, and, like, I have a lot of family here in the U.S., so I, I used to come and visit them when I was younger, and I really liked it, Mm -hmm. and I think, like, back at the time, I was very, not brainwashed, but I was very under the impression that, like, the U.S. is this, you know, land of opportunity, and, like, the American dream, Mm -hmm. like, I, Always loved American culture and like uh, pop culture or like music or like shows and stuff. Like I felt like when I was in Hong yeah. Kong I was very westernized. then um, yeah. I felt I felt like I always wanted to come here for college. Um and so initially, I yeah. wanted to move even earlier um, probably, like, ninth grade, like, first year of high school, because then the transition would be easier, but then I remember back then, like, I didn't want to leave my school then, because I, ninth grade, like, form three was when I started getting into, like, um, I was part of, like, the backstage crew of, like, my school's drama team, and, like, I was, um, Official like ha- like Harry Potter houses like you know how Harry Potter has four houses. So wow. four houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was mm-hmm. one of the officials for it, and like I just felt like I start established a lot of really good relationships like that year. And I was initially mm-hmm. going to move before that, but I like couldn't <laughs> leave. Um, mm-hmm. and then it had to lead up to like junior year, or like yeah when I was 16 and I was like oh shit I actually need to leave if I want to go to college in the U.S. because my Chinese is mm-hmm. like like I can read and write like you know but my Chinese is really bad um I struggle mm-hmm. with like learn like memorizing how to write Chinese um mm-hmm. and I feel like because I like learned English first as a language before I went into local school and learned Chinese like a lot of my ways of Writing and speaking is English, so it was hard for me to like translate that into Chinese. Fun fact: like in fourth grade, my Chinese was so bad that we had Chinese dictation, and I like failed, like I got zero every time because I was still learning. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, dictation! I almost forgot about that. Like we had to do that. Yeah, we
0: at school, every, yeah. Every week, yeah. Every, week, every week. I don't. In high school, mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah. Junior, uh, secondary school. I, we, I had to do, like, memorized, like, poems of dictation, and I was like,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, I had to do that, too, and there is, like, we have to memorize, like, what, like, ancient, like, poems, like, like in Chinese, Chinese, that, like, yeah, yeah, the old Chinese, that, y- like, you actually have to, like, memorize the meanings to know, like, what it means, same. I was struggling
0: so hard with that, too. You, too? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's part of DSC, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so that's all I we I think had to so. Do. And I, it, yeah. like, we had to do Chinese history, and I struggle with Chinese history so much just because, like, I remembered the content, and then I didn't know how to write it. Like, I forgot mm-hmm. how to write the name of the whatever mm-hmm. general or emperor, and then I, yeah, a time. Um. But, yeah, so after sophomore year of high school, I guess, which in Hong Kong, it's, like, Form 4, um, I was, like, okay, I actually need to come to the U.S. because if I take DSE, I am going to fail Chinese. And if I fail Chinese, mm-hmm. no university is going to accept me at all. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think I should – it's time. <laughs> it's time to leave. Um, and, yeah, it was – I mean – it was hard just because, like, in local school, I feel like the criteria of grading is so much stricter. Like, if you get a 70% or 80, 70% above, like, that's really good. Um, and so, like, it was hard mm. to, like, explain that to my counselors here because, like, 70 here is a C. So, it's, like, hard to convert that. Yeah. Like, and it's hard to even explain mm-hmm. that grading system or that mindset of like, if you get a 70, you know, you're doing really good already. Like, that's a really good score. Like, it's still hard. Mm-hmm. I don't still can't, ex- people still don't understand that. Yeah, so I left at 16. That's interesting.
1: That, like, it's, it's actually your choice to move. Yeah. Here versus I just listen to whatever my mom told me to do. But, um, wait, so, like, did you, were you born in Hong Kong or in the US? In Hong Kong in Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. and then, um, did you go to international school first, and
0: then, yeah, I did, I went to international kindergarten, Mm, yeah, um, Mm -hmm. and I feel like at the time, like, I mean, to a lot of parents, I feel like even now, like, English is a very, Mm -hmm. you know, privileged, privileged language to learn, especially, like, at some age, so I feel like knowing English is a sign of, like, you know, prior like, Hi. what is the word knowing English is a sign of like oh you're more well educated I feel like, like sometimes, yeah, yeah so I feel like I my think, parents really prioritized that for me when I was younger like learning English over mm-hmm. Chinese yeah I feel like English at least back then was just a really important
1: language to learn even like okay so like that's a whole other story about like I feel like the education system yeah but then I think back then when I was taking my we call it secondary school not all the school will like teach everything in English mm-hmm. um and I was lucky enough that I got into the school that like um teaches the subject in English and like I think the school that teaches in English are like higher ranking
0: ones yeah Cause Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like a, yeah, because there's three levels, and then, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the education system is so weird, but yeah, same, I agree, like, I was lucky that my school was a majority, like, English teaching school, except for, like, Chinese, yeah. Chinese history,
1: yeah, me too, um,
0: yeah, and I feel like even now, till now, like, English is still, like, if you speak English fluently, people still look at you a different way, like, think that you're more educated, or, like, yeah. more higher, higher yep. society. Yeah, um, yep. that's Which, a whole other topic as well, like the local versus international school divide, but also yeah. geographically it's divided in Hong Kong. Like Hong Kong yeah. Island is like international school, and like I feel like Kowloon side is more like local, like not Hong Kong Island, I feel like it's more local school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I do agree. Like back then, um, so like back in my secondary school, we have this like English society, um, um yeah and like at some point i was the president of the english society damn. okay but then but then it was like i don't know like i just i totally agree with you of how like people will look at you differently when you speak english better because mm-hmm. um, i have friends who like speak english really well and like so many people just look up to her and it was i don't know yeah But it did, like, help me to transition better here Mm -hmm. Um, when I moved to the U.S. too because I have, like, an okay foundation of speak of English. And I think,
0: like, that was one of the, well, many. That was one of the many privileges I had, like, moving here because I didn't have an accent speaking English. um, (laughs) And so I feel like nobody knew that I was an immigrant Mm -hmm. because, like interesting because I feel like then I don't have that experience of like maybe people singling me out because I didn't speak English well like Mm -hmm. I didn't experience that and I saw in that sense like I was able to assimilate easier Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah even like now like when I meet people here in the U.S. like a lot of them would be like, oh, you're from Hong Kong, but, like, your English is so good, which is funny, because English is the national language of Hong Kong, or the official language of Hong Kong, or something. Really? Yeah, my friend told me that once. I did not know that. So, I'm, like, bold so of are you going to we that. <laughs> Well, yeah, even schools, yeah. um, but I was, like, in my head, I was, like, <laughs> bold of you to assume that, you know, people don't know how to speak English, um, but at the same time, it's like English is such a privilege to learn. Like I never really thought about it that way. Um, back to our <laughs> 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 We got <laughs> the topic. Um, and so yeah, like what do you think was the hardest part? I feel like we can get into this in more in depth, like, because there's so much, you know. But it's
1: gonna be so long.
0: <laughs> I know, but like summarize. The hardest part is I honestly
1: when I first like moved here, I did not do any, whatever research, did not prepare myself whatsoever. I just kind of moved. Um, And I think one of the biggest things is that um, my parents didn't move with me. So um, when I first moved here, um, my parents, both of my mom and my dad stayed here two months with me. and my dad went back to Hong Kong. And then my mom stayed here for a few more months. I think until like, maybe like February in 2016. And then she went back to Hong Kong. So I was left alone here with my grandparents um, in San Francisco. And back then, like I wasn't really, I didn't know my grandparents that well because um, growing up they were, they've been like living in San Francisco and I've only gone to like met them a few times before I actually like moved here. So I think like not having like my parents by my side to support me was really um, hard. And on top of that, I think the education, in terms of the education is just really different here versus Hong Kong. So I was really, I was a slave to the Hong Kong education system, I can say. like. I was so I put so much pressure on myself to do well and like I was so competitive I always have to be like the top thing in my class but then here like it's just so I don't like there is a lot less stressful like people don't really care about grades that much I feel like even though like it can be difficult but then like it's not as difficult as the stuff that I learned in Hong Kong Mm -hmm. the stuff like the difference is so apparent it's so apparent, and then, so, okay, I don't know if this is, like, controversial or not, but um, because the stuff was so easy for me that, like, I finished homework super quickly, and then I, I just didn't feel challenged, I guess, Yeah. Uh, and I have so much free time after yep. that I don't know what to do with my life, you know? Like, I don't have, well, I have friends, but, like, um, I don't have a lot of friends, um, to like go hang out with me after school, at least like for the first like few months of my move. Um, later on, I met more friends. Mm-hmm. Like for the first few months, I didn't have like too many friends. Um, but then like when I was in Hong Kong, I was used to like just going to McDonald's with my friend almost every day and like just hang out, you know? Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Um, I, so thought- I think like boredom it's a big part that leads to um, homesickness and also just being, um, I mean, I like my grandparents and I'm so grateful that they took care of me, but it's just that because I'm not, I've never been like too close to them. I don't feel like I can really open up my feelings to them and in the home that doesn't actually felt like home back then and so,
0: yeah, I think that was, like, the hardest part. I really didn't know what to do with my life. hmm I feel that, like, when you were talking about the difference in education system, like, I was not a good student in school in, when I was in Hong Kong. Not in the sense that, like, you know, I did anything bad. I was just, like, very playful. Like, like I would be the rowdy kid in my class. And, like, it was hard for me to... Um, do really well in subjects that I didn't really like mm-hmm. like Chinese history um mm-hmm. but then like coming to the U.S. like everything was so easy especially with math like <laughs> math was the one that like made me like question like I didn't understand the U.S. system of math because in Hong Kong we would do different kinds so like algebra like whatever like yeah. geometry in different every single year right but just like yeah in different advanced levels yeah But then in the U.S., you do it, like, in one year. Like, you do geometry for the whole year for one year. And I was like, what is happening? And then when I did math, I did um, algebra or something. I did some sort of math class. And I was like, this is so dumb. Not dumb. I don't want to offend the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) This is so, like, it's everything that I've learned before already. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, math specifically, it's, like, really challenging and really hard. And then... Um, the U.S. one is just, like, I've learned this all before, and then um, it was so lax. Like, it was so low-demanding, and I don't know if it reflects, like, how intense the Hong Kong system is, yeah, or if it's just, like, the U.S. is too lax. I don't know. But I feel
1: like um, the U.S. does put more emphasis on, like, your life outside of school. Like,
0: Yeah,
1: have like extracurricular activities. Like, I know people who do sports, um, never like play instruments, Mm -hmm. they're in a band or something. Um, But I think it was just hard for me at the beginning because
0: I didn't find a community. I think that, like, initially. I mean no even like the two years of high school like even though I got used to it I still like really didn't like it I had like Mm -hmm. three friends which was like I was thankful like um one of the other girls that I met at the time was also from Hong Kong from international school we also Mm -hmm. both like transitioned the same year so I was thankful that I had her and like our other friend like three of us but then other than that I really had nothing else going on Mm -hmm. and because like I went from like a class of 150 students to like my high school in the U.S., which was 600 students, and mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? Like, every day at school, I was just like, I just want to go home. Yeah, 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 I, I agree with that.
1: I think I have, like, a thousand people in my mm-hmm. school, and I went to a public school, too.
0: Um, yeah, same.
1: But, though, I would say English was challenging. a a little bit more challenging for me Mm, just um, like reading and stuff I didn't really like even though like I understand what the word means like even though I google translate every single word I don't necessarily like actually understand a book or an article mm, and that was a little bit more challenging for me but I feel like the grading system here is just really easy
0: that I was
1: able to do okay if not well in Mm. my assignments and stuff
0: yeah I Mm. feel that I remember like in Hong Kong I wasn't like an exceptionally good student like I would pass all my classes and stuff but Mm. in the U.S. I like got straight A's and I was like I've never gotten straight A's (laughs) in my life yeah um yeah it's just easier easier. and I don't say that in a bad way it's just like it's Mm -hmm. different speaking of that
1: um it reminds me of like um an incident that I have is so like in the U.S. you know how like you have to like write essays and stuff um to go to apply to college and it's so funny like in my American literature class actually I think I get I gave my essay to my American literature teacher to like read through it and just like to ask her if she has like any feedback or anything and I don't know exactly but after I submitted that that essay to her, I got called in by, I don't know, by the school or whatever, like they have me to meet with a social worker.
0: Yeah. I think
1: it's because, okay, because I don't it's anonymous, like you won't know like who like kind of reported it for you to like meet a social worker. But I think like because to, to stop that I wrote at that time was, so dark that I have signs of, like, depression, and that's why, like, they, the teacher, um, referred me to a social worker, but was kind of, uh, and then I kind of have, like, a bad experience with, like, social workers because, okay, um, my social worker, I think she was also an immigrant, but, like, a kind of old one, um, and I think she's from vietnam like she's a really good person to talk to and then like i remember i would like go to her office and like talk about my life and just started crying in front of her (laughs) but i remember one thing very vividly that after i told her stuff and then she was like oh like you're just homesick and i feel like that like statement just i don't know like it like it diminishes my feelings like oh I'm just homesick and everything will be fine even though I maybe I don't know what else she could have said but after that I was also just like no no more no more like counseling stuff I'm never going
0: back (laughs) yeah that's funny because that's kind of what I'm studying now (laughs) um but I think I feel you like homesickness is so real yeah um no, I same. I cried like almost every every night because yeah. I'm like home so much. And like yeah. Asian food, there's no good Asian food. <laughs> it made me sad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was hard. No, I feel you. It was definitely hard. I remember i was
1: just like especially I hated weekends. Because mm-hmm. I don't even have anything to I don't even have school to do that can distract me mm-hmm. from feeling sad. Like I will wake up like,
0: open my eyes, look at the ceiling, and then I start crying, because I don't know what to do, yeah, and I feel like you feel trapped, because it's, like, I can't drive, like, what am I gonna do, yeah, so annoying, it was so annoying, Mm -hmm. but no, for sure, like, physically, emotionally, like, culturally, yeah, do you think now that you've been here for, you know, like, five, six years, do you think you've adjusted, like, fully? It depends on what, how you define, like, adjusted
1: fully, because I, I I will always have the Hong Kong side of me, Mm -hmm. that is, like, I'm missing Hong Kong, I would miss this or that, but not in the way that I was when I was in high school. I think now I, I kind of just, now I actually look forward to, like, have a life here in America, but then back then, I just, like, I can't, it's even hard to just go through one day. Grow. Yeah, I think I have, I guess, like, adapted more. I enjoy life here more now. What would you say is, like, something that helped you to get through that period?
0: Um. Well, when I moved, my mom moved with me for high school. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, knowing that my relationship, okay, my relationship with her grew a lot during... When it was just the two of us living together. So I think what got me through was like knowing that, you know, me and her are building a stronger connection because in high school, like my relationship with my mom mom wasn't the best because I was so focused on like school and friends and like all that. So I think I'm really thankful that like, I would say that's like one of the, really one of the only good things that came out of that. Like I hated my two years of high school here Um, and something that helped I mean, I would look forward to going back to Hong Kong over the summer and stuff.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, My dad was there and um, I think looking forward to going home and seeing everyone was like what got me through. And then I think when college came around, like I was fully, you know, more busy and I had more friends. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think college helped me not fully transition because I feel like we have to kind of, yeah, we'll never be either, you know, we're, we'll never yeah. be or, we're both, but I think college really helped, that's, I'm really thankful for, like, LMU, because it gave me mm-hmm. the that I needed to, like, start settling in, like, for the two years of high school, I didn't really settle in, or I didn't really, acknowledge know, yeah. like, you know, yeah, because
1: so yeah. I feel like in high school, we also just, like, transition in such a weird way. In our life, that yeah. we're in the middle of high school, we like immigrate in the middle of high school, and everyone kind of already have their social groups
0: and stuff. Yeah, um, it's such a weird time, it's hard. Do you um, think that you've grown? Like, what in what way do you think you've grown from this?
1: From this, so I think, um, I'll also touch upon like what helped me through the transition to. Um, so what I got out of this experience, first of all, like independence, um, I've learned to do a lot of things on my own. Um, and also I feel like the friendship that I got from it, um, I was able to like meet a bunch of people later on in high school and I'm I'm super grateful for it. So independence, like basically I, back then I just, you know, like, I don't really go to a lot of places with my grandparents. But then I would just, like, go with on my own. Like, I'll go shopping on my own. I'll go to a coffee shop and study on my own. Like, back then, I'll literally sit in Starbucks for six hours and study SAT. Oh, <laughs> SAT. I took the yeah, think well, I did better on SAT. Um, yeah, I just learned to do things on my own and just not be ashamed of it. Because I, I remember when I first started, I was like, oh, like, look at how lonely I am just, like, walking alone <laughs> on the streets. But now, but then I learned to, like, appreciate it and, like, hmm, I'm independent. I'm strong. I don't need anyone else. I don't need a boyfriend to, like, walk me, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and at that point, like, I was just really happy on my own for a bit. Um, and then the second is, community so later on I was able to join a newcomer club um, at my high school where there's just a lot of like different immigrants and like we also have like weekly gatherings and like monthly events and stuff that I, I help the teacher to like plan those things mm-hmm. and I also met just like my school is kind of like the immigrant school I would say mm-hmm. there's just a lot of like Chinese immigrants there and I met a lot of like and I have to emphasize this group. Um, so I joined, I don't know if you've heard of CYC, I think it's called Community Youth Center thingy. Um, and they have a program called Young Asian Women Against Violence, Yahweh And it's basically a group of like high school students come together to learn about social justice issues um, for, I think for two months. And then after that, we go around different high schools and hold workshops for other high school students and teach them about the social justice issues that we learned about. And um, what we talk about is like dating violence, um, body image, racism, healthy and unhealthy relationships, domestic violence. And I think like that experience just really opens my eyes to, I don't know, like in a way feel more americanized because i kind of recognize like the issues the real issues that are in this country and also i got a really close group of friends because of that program and yeah and i think that like because in that group no one else spoke chinese versus just like in my friend group in high school like some of them still speak chinese so then like I can, like, still speak Chinese with them, but then in that group, like, we didn't, and I just have to, like, fully speak in English, and that kind of, like, helped me to, like, practice my English and just kind of adapt to the language environment here, which is also, like, because of that group, like, I was exposed to different social justice issues, and I think that's also one of the things that LMU appealed to me because Mm -hmm. I found
0: out about, like,
1: the... So sword and like alternative break stuff. I yeah. had
0: something like that in high school like mm-hmm. a social justice like group.
1: Yeah I was yeah I think there are a lot of programs like that in San Francisco yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. so grateful and that like other friends kind of recommended me to join
0: that group. Yeah. I, I, Talking about our experience of moving has opened up a lot of different other topics that we touched upon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> talk about now. I feel I just I can just like go on for like I know hours now, do.
0: but then it's been so long. <laughs> been too long. I know it's been like we've been recording for like an hour, almost two hours. I would say. Yeah,
1: <laughs> probably. And
0: I think yeah. we should probably start wrapping okay. up. <laughs> Yeah. A two hour podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we'll definitely touch upon some of the stuff we talked about just now, like, mm-hmm. just like the Hong Kong lo- school system, like the English language thing, and then the, you know, the difference and social justice. Social justice, um, like beauty mm-hmm, standards,
1: mental health. Um, I think we're also going to touch upon like, racism mm-hmm. um and five The
0: American is, dream American is
1: American
0: awesome. dream yeah
1: because I was Actually, I didn't even know this until like I think like a, a class in high school
0: I didn't even know what the American dream was I didn't know until college yeah, <laughs> I yeah. justice things in high school yeah. and I was like wow I am I am that that is me yeah <laughs> um but yeah so yeah, there's a lot more to talk about. And mm-hmm. stay tuned. I'm, stay tuned. And I'm really excited. Um yeah. and follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. at made in Hong Kong pod. Um mm-hmm. because we'll be posting like a lot of updates there. And um even like our this or that posts, we'll we'll post our weekly question. Yeah, please interact. Tell us what you think. Yeah. And also, like
1: honestly, if y'all have any like topic
0: ideas that you want us to touch upon, just, like, DM us, or, like, message us. Yeah, or email us. Mm-hmm. Email is on our Instagram, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, this is, like, a community, you know? Community, yes. Um, and it would be cool to, like, see what people want to hear, and if, like, we can actually talk about it, that would be cool. hmm
1: yeah. yeah. Also...
0: Thank you if you've made it to this point. We appreciate you so much. Yes, and thanks to our friends who are listening. Yay! Um, we know you're listening. Um, yeah, it's really exciting, and we are very, very grateful that we get to do this and share our experience. Yeah, stay tuned for more tea. Tea. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.